This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So, Cassidy.com, our choice for how to meet people when you're traveling. Particularly, yes. We use it all the time when we travel, even if we're just in another town. Yeah, you can actually throw out a flag on Cassidy and let people know that you're going to be in their area, which is a great way to meet both locals and others traveling in that area. So it's just a really fun feature, another way to connect with like-minded people around the country and around the globe, really. Yeah, it's a big deal for us, particularly this time of year because of where we live. We are a tourist area coming up on our big tourist season. So there'll be a bunch of folks probably doing just that. Hell yeah. It's definitely, we. so we have a ski resort near us and we've had a lot of people traveling in for that, but yeah. summer's big. Well, it's the largest ski resort in the country, actually. Yeah, but it's also a huge summer destination. Yeah, so we are, hopefully yeah. we'll meet some, meet some really sexy folks that way. Yeah, you live here during the winter. You survive the winters to get to the summers because here they are spectacular. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to try Cassidy for free for 30 days, you can head to our website, frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner and start your free trial. Yeah, get over there and do it. Hell yes. We also have another Patreon explosion that happened this week. We've had a lot of Patreon interaction with a lot of folks and we just had a very cool giveaway. Yes, we just gave away a squirt watch, which we discussed on our last episode with Aaron from Time to Squirt to one of our Patreon members. We actually have some plans for some future giveaways and just fun stuff in general available to our Patreon members. So if you want to be a part of that, plus receive bonus episodes of From Poor Swingers and access to our naughty Snapchat and our Telegram group, which is both of our favorite places at this point to be during the day, just a great place to connect and communicate with other lifestyle folks across the globe, really. Yeah, we talk to our Patreons on Telegram daily, multiple times a day. There's always something interesting going on there. People are always up to something cool. and it's Throwing a lot out of new topics to talk about, which yeah. is my favorite part of it. But you can head to Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Front Porch Swingers and see the different tiers we have available, the different bonuses. And like I said, uh, get yourself in the running for some of those different giveaways we're going to be doing in the near future. Yeah, we've got a we have a lot planned. We'll talk a little bit about it today, but there's so much that's in the works for this coming year, the end of 2020 and beginning of 2021, not the least of which is going to be a bunch of stuff having to do with our Patreon members. And I cannot stress enough how important our Patreon membership is going to be to us as we do some huge things to literally change our lives over the next few months. Yeah, in a in a lot of ways, in the biggest of ways. So it's uh, it's going to be imperative. If you love the show, if you want to support us, if you want to support the brand, we really, truly hope that you'll consider joining our Patreon community. And we want to give a very big thank you to the people who have already done so this week, which includes Diane, Mark, Orlando, Jose, Xavier, Andrew, Demetra, and Denise. So many new Patreon members jumping on, and we just want to say a huge thank you to you guys. Yeah, thank you to everybody, and we really look forward to chatting with you on Telegram. Yeah. So we should get to Single Guy Tip of the Week, which you tell me is maybe a little bit unconventional this week. Yeah. So we have been obviously looking for some 
new friends to no play secret, with. No secret, yes. No secret, male and female. And I We're had, horny is basically what you're saying. We, yes, we are, <laughs> absolutely. And so I had been corresponding with a couple of uh, single gals. Well, one single gal and then one that was in an open relationship. And uh, I guess the single guy tip of the week really is going to be toward me. So semi-single guy tip of the week, coupled guy tip of the week. If you're looking and interacting with folks of the same or opposite sex, I think it's now I know it's important not to assume things. Certainly, I pulled a sexist move 100% and I didn't even realize I did it. Okay. So I was corresponding with that single gal, as you know. Everything was going really well. Very normal, very kind of respectful conversation. She was ticking all the right boxes, sent some very cool pictures, and you know nothing, nothing nude. Just a you know just normal kind of day to day pictures. Hey, this is me going to work. You know that kind of stuff. Can't wait to meet you guys. I'm so excited. And this is going on for a week, right? Everything's great. Right. I have never, I never, it never even occurred to me to have a conversation digitally or otherwise with her about the condom usage. Right. We didn't really get into do's and don'ts and hard rules and that kind of thing until like a week had gone by. Right. And then she started to ask questions that were more specific toward what we what we're okay with, what we're not our okay boundaries. with, what our boundaries are. Yeah. Right. And you know, part of the conversation was condoms really uh, was our biggest thing. And, you know, we're very open and we, t- we tell each other everything. It is our and that kind one hard and fast rule. Honestly, yeah. we are at the point in our swinging evolution that like you can play by yourself. I can play by myself. There's a lot of different dynamics available. We can all play together if yes. that's desired. But the one thing we yes. require, literally no exceptions, is condoms. Yeah, condoms are a huge fucking deal for us. And it, I, it just never occurred to me that I had to say that to her. And it's wrong of me to do that because if it's a single guy, it's literally, there's like three things when I'm corresponding with single guys, right? You are a non-smoker, you are actually single, and there are condoms involved. Right. These are the three hard and fast deals, particularly when I'm talking to single dudes. Yes. And in interacting with this gal, of course, I ascertained that she was single. I ascertained that she was a non-smoker. It never occurred to me to talk to her about condoms. Now, is that because she was a gal? And it just I just automatically assumed that women, of course, are like, well, of course you're going to wear a condom, dude. I you know, <laughs> don't know you. So I didn't mention it to her. I didn't, it just didn't come out like early in the conversation. Day seven or eight is when she starts talking to me about, you know, what her rules are, what she likes. She's submissive, you know, all these things. And I threw out there condoms, I got crickets for, for like 20 <laughs> minutes. She sends back something to the effect of, well, if we become regular playmates, will you always wear a condom? And I said, yes, because also up to this point, she's talking about wanting to do anal. And would you be okay with she and I? Performing anal. Yeah. So I'm Fuck thinking. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so of course, there's no reason for me to think that condoms are not in this conversation. Right. And when she said that to me, I said, yeah, that's that's our thing. You know, there's always condoms regardless. You know, we have a, a playmate, a regular female playmate, and we always use and condoms. And male playmates. Always. It's just yes. not. Yeah, always. She literally sends back to me the text I showed you. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to uh, cancel our, our date. This isn't going to be for me. Done. Yep. No condoms. If there was a condom, there's, it's no good for her. Right. That's her whole deal, which I was I was blown away. I mean, I stared at that text message <laughs> for like 10 minutes and I wasn't even sure. I was like, is that my reading this correctly? You know, it was so strange. This was a gal, not a single guy. She was not interested in playing with condoms. Right. 
I don't have any understanding of that. So I guess the moral of the story is I assumed and I shouldn't have. So single guys out there, coupled guys out there, if you're in the same situation I am, don't assume. You need to make it clear. And I didn't do that. And I yes. feel like that was a real sexist move on my part because, well, I just assume, well, she's a gal. She's going to want me to wear a condom. Yeah. And of course, my first initial reaction to this whole thing is like, well, to each their own. If, if she doesn't want to use condoms, don't use condoms. But the more I got to thinking about it, it's like, why would you not want to use fucking condoms? I don't understand this with single guys either. Well, listen, I get... Okay, I, I'm not saying I get it. If it was like a thing where... Yes, you were going to use condoms because we don't know each other. And then she tapped into, well, what if we become regular playmates? I don't know what, first of all, there's no, what's the time limit, right? I mean, what's, what's the, what, how did, when does time run out when right. you stop using condoms? When do you become a condoms? regular play partner? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, to the point where you stop using condoms, like we're so regular, we stop using condoms. We just talked about this in a couple a couple episodes ago. We realized that you and Clint have been playing for a year. A year. There's always condoms. It's always. not even a conversation. Yep. You know, so it's like, I guess the answer is it doesn't really ever stop. Right. You know, that's one of those things that's for you and I. It's that intimacy thing, right? That's that intimacy piece. And regardless of all the other myriad of reasons, it, there's an intimacy factor. And that's for you and me. Right. Sex is for all of our friends. The intimacy <laughs> is for us. So I was, again, I was so fucking blown away a little bit afterwards after you and i talked about it i kind of felt bad i I felt shitty because if that had been a single guy that fucking conversation starts with condoms single non-smoker go right everything else we could talk about everything else but those three things are hard and fast right but because she was a single gal i didn't i never it never occurred to me yeah just didn't occur to me that i had to say sexist of you yeah i felt like (laughs) shit so going forward that is not going to be a thing yeah that is a conversation that we're going to have right out of the gate yeah so yeah uh, there's my tip uh single or otherwise if you guys are communicating with gals you're in an open relationship an ethically non-monogamous relationship or you're single and you're out there talking to single gals or even you know gals that that are in a couple you have to have that conversation do not assume you just don't assume yeah it's a really divisive issue within i guess within people that have sex period not just within the lifestyle but i guess i don't i don't fully understand why i have asked this of people and they have not really had a a good response for me but so you know i understand like the physiology of it i understand that there are certain guys that that don't want to wear a condom because it feels different than not wearing a condom i get that part of it yeah of course there's there's always a you know there's a level of distinction there because now you have a layer of something between the two of you but not enough that it should keep you from doing that's my point does that layer really mean that much in the grand scheme of things you're still fucking not if you want to get laid it shouldn't (laughs) it shouldn't if you want to get laid right like i told you i've never been in a situation in my single life ever in 50 fucking years where my wanting to use a condom was ever met with scoff like how dare you want to use a condom from a gal i've never it's never happened well that's good so but i was just so and i guess that's why i just assumed that this was didn't have to be part of the conversation yeah yeah for sure so anyway on bad on me now uh, you know i fucked up i did not lay that out there up front because i was talking to a woman instead of a guy and i will not do that again yeah so i think that's a good lesson that boundaries need to be expressed no matter who we're speaking with couples single women or single men for sure for sure and listen if that's your thing then go for it it's not ours and i should have been cognizant enough to to let her know that and going forward i will 
Well, now we know. We yeah. didn't. Uh, we didn't end up meeting her. We didn't. No, no, she no, she ba- she backed out. We were going to meet like in two days, and she was like, "I have to cancel. This isn't going to work for me." I mean, it was literally that short. Which is fine to each yeah. their own. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Hey, That's your thing. You're wrapping it if you're putting in me, and you are wrapping it before you put it in another woman. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Well, it's that simple. And we just talked about this. We we had and cause, because she actually mentioned to me like in the midst of this conversation because we were talking about our friend. I was referring to our friend Hannah. I said, yeah, listen, we just had a threesome myself and, and Brenna and our friend, and we went through like nine condoms because we were going back and forth yeah, between myself and Hannah. Because yep. her question was, well, does that mean that you don't have intercourse with the other gal until the very end she couldn't kind of wrap her head around how we were having sex Ew. and you just bring a ton of content yeah we, you, fortunately you brought like 12 and we went through and, nine or ten of them and i was the best wing woman ever because i was unwrapping them and handing yes. to you <laughs> yes. you didn't even have to unwrap your no, own condoms you didn't have to unwrap my own condoms so yeah i just i was blown away and and uh, i surprised myself i was really it, for the first time i was like looking at my phone my mouth must have been agape i'm like <laughs> what wait a minute what just happened here yeah. i was blown away so anyway there you have it. Don't assume, guys. Lesson learned. Got to ask those questions. We said less, or don't assume for single guys last week. And this week, we as couples should not assume no. whether it comes to single guys or single women or for really sure. anyone that you plan on, you know, fucking. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, you can't assume anything. Yeah. Nothing. So I learned my lesson. I will never fucking do that again. <laughs> Look like a total idiot. I feel like a total moron. Like, did I really, why did I wait like seven or eight days to have this conversation? I don't think you should feel like a moron. I think it's just a learning lesson. Well, but if it was a single guy, it would have been a conversation I literally had message like two. Right. You know, and I just was talking to this woman for a week and thought, well, surely this is not going to be a thing. Yeah. Well, apparently now you know it is. So (laughs) totally is a thing. So anyway, there you have it. Single woman slash couple. I don't know what tip of the week that was. That was just a tip. <laughs> yeah, single guy, out single there. gal, couple <laughs> tip of the week. Yeah, just in general because I was totally taken off guard. Uh, and so, yeah, it was. Uh, I was not prepared for that. So, my bad. It was yeah. a couple to guy tip of the week there. Brian tip in, of the week. Enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to help. So, we have something fun to talk about today, and it was a really fun experience because the time between me getting fucked by anyone but you and me having this experience was a gap, which is Big not gap. normal for us. Big gap. We are very active in the hot wife lifestyle, I should say I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. And I love that. I love that it feeds our eroticism with each it other. It's a lot of fun. I, of course, am slutty, so... Well, and let's talk about this for a second. Not the fact that you're slutty. We all know that. Oh. But <laughs> it's interesting because we get asked this question a lot. And the truth is, because we live in a, in a rural, very small rural place, and there is not a huge number of people to choose from, very literally, I think that we determine there's like 17 couples online in our state or something crazy like that, or within a you know 200 mile radius or whatever. Not in the state, but in our area. Right, within a 200 yeah, mile radius. For sure. Anyway, we are active in, in the lifestyle, particularly on your end, because we play in the hot wife space. And regardless of where you live, there's plenty of single dudes. Always single horny dudes. Not necessarily quality, but yes. Yes, many of them. There's plenty of them. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about that later, how many responses I got to a to a message. So there's there's a lot of opportunity if we choose to take part in it. And the truth is, if we were in a place that was larger in a mid-sized city or a larger you know environment, we'd be fucking pretty much around the clock. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the idea that just because we live in a small place, yeah, we stay real fucking active. Now, for a couple of weeks, we didn't because you were sick and I got sick. We got super fucking busy and trying to put things together. Our schedules didn't work out with other people's schedules. And it was mostly the illness. I will say that we talked, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, but first of all, I was very sick. Yeah, you were terrible. I was, and then, I was just about ready to take you to the, to the hospital. Just as I was starting to get better, you got very sick. Yeah. And I think what's important for us to know as people who stay very active or something that's important for us to think about going forward is it is really hard to feel sexy, A, when you personally are sick, right. but even when your partner is sick, the idea of going out and meeting someone else and being you know, sexual with them or even flirting with them doesn't right. feel natural. Right. When you go to play with somebody, the whole idea is that you're going to come home. Well, you're going to come home to me and I'm sick as a fucking dog dying right. on the couch. Right. So that doesn't really kind of it correlate. Work. Yeah. yeah. It's just not the same. And that's as we, we've said this before. We love playing with our friends, with our playmates. And it, and it's great. But the, the antithesis of those experiences is really when you and I get back together alone. Right. And, and if, if we're not both healthy, that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And so that's so, what we experienced for like three weeks in a row. Yeah. And obviously just being with you in general, I'm happy and I love our life together. But it was weird taking that break. Yeah. Because we're basically weekly people that are doing something. Right. So this was a really fun experience because it was my kind of, I call it getting back into the saddle <laughs> yeah. of hot wifing. And yeah. of course it was with one of my favorite people that I right. really enjoy being with sexually anyway. Right. So this was a Clint experience. It's really funny. Clint has like a cult following. He now. does. Yeah. He's, <laughs> man, that guy, let me tell you, and I know he listens, you're super fucking lucky because we get that guy laid from all over the place. I don't know if that's true, but there's a lot of people that want to lay him. He's getting he's getting some out of state action. They come in come in from out of state to meet him. Yeah. So yes, there's also people that reach out on like Instagram and Twitter and are like, "Hey, can you hook me up with Clint right. if I come to your area?" It's like, no, I'm not a fucking you know. Yeah, well, I'm madam. I'm, I'm not a dating service yeah. here. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's 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 great that we've had this relationship with him, and it really wasn't until we were it was my birthday, I think, when we realized that weekend that because he said it. A year ago today, like we had met for the first time at the uh, at the fetish ball. Right. I was like, holy shit, it's been a year already. Yeah. And that really is part of what lends itself to what I was talking about earlier, how much we kind of really do take part in the lifestyle, at least on, on the hot wife spectrum, because we have regular playmates. You have regular playmates that you've had for a long time. Yes. You know, even, even Aiden, who we haven't seen or you haven't seen because he injured himself. I mean, it's been six months, four months, something like that, five months, five whatever. Five months, yeah. maybe, yeah. So, you it's know. It's been a while. Yeah, and so I want to recount this entire thing for two reasons. One, because it's super sexy, and I think our listeners enjoy that. Yes. But two, you have not heard this entire thing. No, I heard it, the por portion of it, because you and I were having sex, and it was crazy hot sex. It was... Even was, with you being sick. Yeah, I was very sick, but I, I just, I, there was no way I was not going to fuck you because I was already worked up. But it was also very aggressive. Now, I don't know if that was because I was pent up and it had been like two days, which never happens. I think it had been three days. Maybe. I don't even remember. I had a fever for like a week. And, but I, it, I remember how aggressive it was. And the next morning, like you had bruises like in weird spots. Like on my hips. From and the on back, my ass. from where I was squeezing you yep. so hard. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, it was very erotic. And so I don't, I don't even remember the whole story. You didn't even get to tell me the whole story. I do remember one portion of it that's really funny Which we'll that we have to about. recount. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember the whole thing. Yes. So 
I wanted to really make myself look sexy for Clint. A, because and I shouldn't say for Clint. It was also for myself. Yeah. It was the idea of I wanted to feel erotic and sensual for the first time in a while because even i think it had been three you say two days i think it had been three days since we'd had sex you and i yeah because you were sick and then i just it it just hit me like a fucking freight train right so it had been three days since anyone had touched me which i am so not used to at all right so i really went all out i mean i straightened my hair i did the super seductive red lips i lotioned my entire body like every single crevice of my body and i didn't want to just go over in clothing obviously i was so i was going over to his let's call her her, his friend's house (laughs) yes he has a very unique relationship with this gal so i was going over to his house so i knew i couldn't just dress up in lingerie and then go over there so instead what i did was i put on a corset that has like an undercut bra so it basically looks like a bra right until you take everything off. So I put that under my clothes and then put regular super vanilla clothes on top of it. And I went over to this particular location where I was meeting him and walked up to the house and he closed the door behind me and we immediately started making out in the living room. And I have said this so many times, but I love how Clint makes out with me, especially when we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks. Sure. Because it's a lot of hair grabbing and neck grabbing and he kind of will pull my head to the side and kiss slash bite on my neck, which I love more than anything. And so, yeah, I mean, it was immediately hot and heavy, super passionate, sexy, but we're standing in the living room this entire time, both completely clothed. I will also say, this is important to this entire story, I had had some pretty serious dental work done that morning. You did. Yes. And I told him, in fact, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to go over there because I thought I might be in pain from the dental work. Right. So when we talked in the morning, I was like, hey, can I let you know if my mouth is too fucked up? Right. And if it is, we may not be able to play today. He said, no problem. Let me know. As we went through the day, I was totally fine. Right. So I decided to go play with him. But he was very mindful of that because usually a Clint interaction begins with him forcing quote unquote, forcing me down on my knees to suck his cock. That did not happen this time because I think he was nervous to hurt my mouth, which was appreciated for sure. Yeah. So instead, he kind of makes out with me in the living room and then tells me to go into the bedroom and get naked. Right. What he didn't know is I had this beautiful black lace corset on underneath my clothes. So I take off my clothes and I'm standing there in just the corset. And he's like, oh. (laughs) Heels and corset. Uh, No heels. No, No, I didn't do heels, but because it was really icy and weird and slushy out. But I definitely had, you know, the sexy surprise on underneath and you could just see his face like, oh, that's, you know, exciting. He's like, oh, I knew, just knew there had to be something going on. You're, you never just come over in regular clothes. (laughs) So he knew better. And then from there, he started, he actually had me turn around and lay down on a bed so we were in a bedroom at this point he had me bend over the bed so he has me bent over the bed he's spanking me but it's not normal spanking it's like it's such a sensual spank and i think once again one of the reasons for that is because it had been a long time since we'd seen each other again right since the last time because the last time i played with clint was my birthday 
So I definitely felt like he was, you know, really giving me some attention. I feel like he wanted to give me what he knows that I love. Well, sure, because it was a hot minute, like three weeks since you saw him last. Exactly. So his spanking was sensual. It was very, he would rub and then spank, and then he'd rub on my leg and then spank on my leg. And he knows that that drives me crazy. (laughs) That idea of never knowing where the hand is going to land, that is one of the most sexy things to me because it makes my mind run wild. Right. There's no particular rhythm or, you know, system that's that's in play. Exactly. And so he did that for a while and I could tell my ass was really I started by the end of it making my little like oh ah my squeaky noises letting him know like okay my ass fucking hurts but it was still super hot and then I heard him rip open a condom behind me and he kind of forced me onto the bed so at this point I'm on all fours on the bed right and he gets behind me and puts his cock inside of me and I am so wet already I think it's mostly from the spanking sure or the anticipation or both. But either way, I'm just so soaking wet. And he enters me and starts fucking me. And of course, in true Clint fashion, he's fucking me hard and he's fucking me deep. And he has his whole back on top of my back at one point. I love this moment. And so his arms are on top of mine. So it's basically like his entire body is on top of mine as he's fucking me. And he's saying these amazing dirty things in my ear, telling me that I'm just such a dirty slut and he's going to use my holes <laughs> well we should also mention that you are actually wearing a plug yes so okay yes i have your birthday present in my ass yes <laughs> because i wanted him to fuck my ass during this time together right. but i also thought it would be really hot because the new plug that i got for quote unquote your birthday yeah. <laughs> says property of daddy <laughs> So it's kind of my birthday present and yours. But I kind of wanted him to see it. I thought it was a weird kind of contrast, sexy, not weird, but sexy contrast of like, okay, I'm getting fucked by him, but he knows that I'm actually yours. And it's even further reinforced by the idea that you are on my butt plug. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So I thought that was really just cute and sexy. So yeah, he's fucking me. I had the the plug in my ass and he's fucking me from behind and just really going to town. At one point, he reaches around and grabs... So he has one hand next to my hand on the bed and the other hand reaches around and grabs onto my tit and is squeezing it so fucking hard. Which you love. I loved it. It was so hot. And just, yeah, I mean, literally like draining the blood from my tit. (laughs) he's fucking me from behind which was really really hot so then he stopped that and turned me over and started biting on my tits as he has his hands in my hair and like all over my body he's kind of like clenching on my shoulders at one point as he's biting each of my tits felt so good and then he starts going down on me licking my pussy and i loved every second of that and i think from there he wanted to get sucked but once again he was very nervous about it right so i kind of sat up and he um switched positions with me so he was sitting on the bed and i was standing and i think that he thought that i was going to ride him because the condom was still on but we took the condom off so that i could suck his cock because i wanted to let him know like yes my mouth is not a hundred percent but i still really want to give oral that's a really important part of sex to me is when i provide oral turns me on to give other people oral right 
men and women. <laughs> we know. But I really wanted to suck his cock. So I went to town on it. He said, before I even put the cock in my mouth, he was like, is your mouth okay? And I was like, I think so. <laughs> You're about to find out the hard way. We're going to test it. <laughs> so I started deep throating his cock. And then I started sucking on his balls. And he was stroking his cock while I was sucking on his balls. And here's the thing. I've said this before on the podcast and many times to you. But the view of watching a man stroke his cock while I'm doing literally anything else to him is one of the sexiest things in the world to me. Yeah, you like that. I fucking love it. It's such a beautiful visual. It's also this idea of like you're pleasuring yourself while I am also providing some level of pleasure. And the fact that we're both doing that to that person at the same time is just really sexy to me. Yeah, I know. You dig it. I don't know why. I don't know. You watch me do it all the time. I love it. Like when I come out of the bathroom from showering and you're like sitting on the bed or sitting on the couch stroking your cock, there's nothing hotter to me. Yeah. And I know how much you like that. So I do it a lot. (laughs) You do. I love it. So I started sucking on his balls as he's stroking his cock. And I'm really, I suck his balls exactly like I suck yours because you both like kind of that hard pressure on the balls. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of like actual sucking motion going on. And then I'll stop and I'll kind of play with my tongue around the balls a little bit and then go back to that harder suction motion. And he was loving it, making all these amazing noises. And then... I actually chose to start licking his ass. Well, because he likes that. (laughs) He does. And I know he likes it, but I also was just so in the mood to do that because, you know, it's just right there and it's always so like clean and well shaven and perfect. And so I was like, why not? Well, you also have waited three weeks, basically. You hadn't seen him in three weeks and sex was sporadic because of us both being sick for two weeks. So I'm sure basically you were just voracious at that point. (laughs) was i had sex on the brain and nothing else mattered that really was where i was at with this whole thing for sure yeah it was obvious when you got home so i he's still stroking his cock and i start licking on his ass and the second that i do it he makes these amazing moaning noises and is saying like oh my god that feels so good and keep doing that right there and i also love that that verbal recognition of what i'm doing is sexy yeah it's difficult to have sex with someone who's not like giving cues yeah that's really tough for me i don't like that at all and he's really good at telling me exactly what he likes so that went on for quite a while i definitely tongued quite a bit and at one point i was (laughs) this is so sexy i was licking his ass and squeezing on each ball not squeezing but more massage each ball at the same time while I'm licking his ass while he's stroking his cock. So it's like a trifecta. <laughs> That's of a lot of stimulation. <laughs> it's just a lot going on. Yeah, is it would it be too much for you? No, it's just a lot. I mean, no, just thinking about it, it's like that's a there's a lot happening yeah you know that's a lot i would assume if it's anything like it is for me when there's a lot of sensation going on i think you kind of lose yourself in that oh for sure i'll have to ask him if that was the the effect that he was having in that moment but i would assume with so much going on in so many different kind of regions that you kind of just lose yourself in like the just the sensation itself yeah you can't focus necessarily on any one of those things it's kind of like a culmination of all of them which is just probably you know over the top awesome mind-blowing yeah he really seemed to enjoy it i'm sure he did i will be sure to ask him and then so he sat up after a little bit it was quite a while actually and he had this look on his face of just 
pleasure and almost kind of cloudiness. Like yeah. like I said, like maybe he had gotten lost in it a little bit. A little euphoria. Yeah. And so he started just making out with me and running his hands through my hair and kind of grabbing onto my hair, grabbing onto my neck. And so he's still sitting on the bed. I'm still kneeling. And we had this just really intense makeout session. And it was very sexy to me. I loved it. It was much more sensual than I usually get with Clint. Right. And well, that he's was probably being a little, probably being more gentle than normal because of your the dental work you had. Yeah. And I kind of liked it. I like that he has the ability to kind of do it all. Yeah. That's very cool to me because not every guy's like that. Right. And then he told me to, well, actually, he grabbed onto my hair and led me into the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> and he kind of bent me over the kitchen counter and he said, show me your ass because he knew I had a plug in. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he took a couple of quick photos of me bent over with my a- my hands spreading my ass apart so you could right. see the plug. Yeah, and you can read it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I stayed like that for a little bit. And then he came over and he fingered me from behind. And it was fucking phenomenal. He started at my clit, like really gentle. Of course, by this point, I am so gushing wet, but he's kind of like using my wetness and then going back to my clit and just like massaging it. And then he starts fingering me and it starts really slow and methodical. And then he starts really picking up the pace like crazy. And then shout out to Aaron from Square Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Our uh, interview from last week totally made me think of that. Clint made me squirt all over the fucking kitchen. Nice. I am it, literally his hand. I can feel his hand on me after I'm done orgasming, and it is soaking wet from my. It was so ejaculate. funny. It was so funny when we had that uh, threesome with him for your birthday because you had squirted. I don't even remember at what point it was, but we were he and I both were just covered, like we were yes. just all wet. You know, we weren't really sure when it happened exactly or what was going on. Did it on. even matter at that point? No, <laughs> not really. We just I don't even think we even looked at each other to acknowledge that it happened. We just kind of kept going and just, you know, went along. But yeah, we were both covered. Yeah, well, he was definitely covered after this too. It was so hot. And what I love too is like I stopped after I had my orgasm, I turned to look at him and he has this look of just you know, accomplishment on his face. Right. Like he's so proud of himself for, sure. for making me come all over the kitchen floor, right. <laughs> which was really hot. And then I think the initial plan was to fuck me in the ass in the kitchen. Sure. Go to the farmer's market, right? right? So he took the plug out of my ass and he put it in the kitchen sink. Right. So like I said, the plan was to fuck me in the ass, but it was just, there was so much going on in that moment. And also I am so short. I'm the shortest freaking person. The idea of, and he's much taller. I mean, how tall do you think he is? At least six feet. Yeah, he's probably about an inch shorter than I am. So the idea of him over a foot taller than me almost, fucking me from behind in that position, it just logistically didn't make sense. Yeah, if you're, I can only imagine you trying to, first of all, trying to bend over a kitchen counter. You barely, you barely reached a kitchen counter. So I don't, I'm not really sure physically how that's possible. Well, that's the thing. I was on like my tiptoes bent yeah. over the counter. Yeah, I would no have way. had to like hoist myself up more onto the counter, have my feet off of the ground. Right, you would have had to been off the floor. For him to fuck me in the ass. So yeah. it was a really sexy idea, but it did not pan out in in reality. Yeah, in, in theory, it sounds 
outstanding, but from the standpoint of physics, that's not going to work. Right. So he played with my pussy a little bit more in the kitchen, which I really enjoyed. And then we went back into the bedroom and he had me in the position that you and I love so much, which is he told me to lay down on the bed completely flat and started fucking me from behind that way. So he was straddling, straddling, straddling me from the back and is fucking me so hard and so deep. I love that position because it gives you ample ability to get as deep as humanly possible. Yeah. (laughs) And so he's fucking me like that and he's reaching around and grabbing my tits and just putting his fingers as deep into my tits as possible. And then he reaches around a little bit and starts choking me. I think he was really careful with my mouth and my head and Your everything face, and yeah. my, my neck. So he didn't choke me as much as maybe he usually would, but definitely kind of gave me that little bit of pressure on the neck while he was fucking me from behind. Yeah, which you love. Which is ideal. It's so fucking hot. And so he's just burying himself into me. I came over and over and over. I mean, in that position, I probably came at least four times in like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's your crazy. that's your position for sure. And so, and the other thing I love that Clint does is he changes the pace of his fucking. So he'll go from like really hard, deep, fast fucking to like much more slow and sensual. Right. And whatever he's doing with his hands matches that. So for example, when he's fucking me really hard and deep, that's when he's choking me. That's when he's pulling my hair. That's when he's grabbing my tits really hard. When he's going slower, he's kind of like less grabbing my hair, more kind of putting his fingers through my hair or rubbing his fingers down my back. And I love that. Once again, it's that ability to go back and forth between the two. And the fact that he can do that is really sexy to me yeah changing the stimulation that way changes the whole yeah i mean it just changes the whole feeling of the of the experience and my mind right because we've talked about this many times but i have a very kind of busy mind and if you get into too much of a rhythm i focus on that and it takes me out of the situation right if you can really change the pace change the tempo change the way you're touching me that works so much better for me because i can't guess what's coming next right which is why we go through four or five positions because you just got to keep yourself your mind occupied yeah sorry (laughs) sorry so much that you have to change positions sorry not sorry (laughs) i'm not i love it so he is doing that for a while again whispering things in my ear at one point he said something about i think you just want to go home to brian and get used after this don't you and i loved that yes you do i loved that because it was like total respect of our dynamic even while he is balls deep in me right. <laughs> how many guys are going to do that yeah that, was, not many it was awesome <laughs> so i really really enjoyed that and then the other thing, and I've said it so many times, but it was so true in this interaction. Again, I love when he comes because he is, he, what he does is he gets as deep as possible into me and just holds me. Right. And he'll kind of pump a little bit, but obviously he slows way down that pace. And the noises he's making are just, you can tell he's enjoying it so much in that moment, which I love. I am somebody, especially my submissive side, I love the idea of pleasuring someone else and knowing that I can get someone to that point or knowing that we can get there together, I should say, is the ultimate turn on for me. Yeah, it's a recognition of what's just happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's the idea of we both got as much pleasure out of this as possible. And him making those noises and coming as hard as he does gives me that validation. And I that makes me want to come back the next time. Sure. 
So I loved that. So he came super hard and then we kind of just laid and talked for a little bit and came down from everything. And it was a really, really sexy interaction. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think that he did too based on based on everything that happened. Sure. And, you know, I think I stayed for probably a good 10 or 15 minutes after the sex and I left and I was almost home. Yep. <laughs> and he texts me and goes, hey, um, so there was an anal plug in the sink. <laughs> Which you totally forgot to take with I you. I was like, fuck, I do that a lot too. I leave sex toys all over. There's probably sex toys all over the city at this fucking point. For sure. Point. For sure. So he's like, um, so should I bring you your anal plug? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that would be cool, especially since it's quote unquote Brian's birthday present. (laughs) Yeah. And it's in someone else's sink. So probably we should. Yeah, not even his sink. Someone else's sink. Right. Somebody else's sink. (laughs) So he comes to the door with it wrapped in a paper towel. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy that you forgot that. And hands me my my anal plug. So that was. It was uh, nice of him to come all the way back. It was very cool. Yeah. Very thoughtful of him. I really would have missed it, honestly. So. Yeah, me too. I was thankful. (laughs) Yeah. It was very nice of him to return that. So that was the fun Clinton interaction. Well, then you came home and it was a couple hours later because I was still not feeling well. I'm pretty sure I was laying on the couch with a fever trying to get my shit together. I had showered and shaved and all that kind of stuff, but just not feeling good. And it was a couple hours after... But I was so fucking worked up because it had been a couple of days before we had played at all. Yes. You know? And so when we finally went upstairs and you were kind of giving me some of the play-by-play of this, I mean, it was so fucking hot. It just turned really aggressive. I was also cognizant of the fact that you had had your dental work done. So there was I wasn't really being super rough from the neck up, basically. Yeah. No face fucking. No, no, no. But it was, I mean, it was just aggressive. Very you know? aggressive, yeah, which I loved. <laughs> yeah, it was very hot. But yeah, I, I mean, I was just a little bit that you were able to tell me because you couldn't, you really couldn't tell me much. It wasn't, we weren't really able to talk while we were having sex because your no. face was buried in the pillow and I was choking you a little bit and, you know, pulling your hair. And Which is really interesting because usually our dynamic after a hot wifing interaction is I want to tell you everything. I want to tell you every little detail of what happened. You seem to really enjoy that. It really fuels us. But I think we were both so needy in that moment that just even the concept of me fucking Clint that day was enough to get us to where we wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, it was just, the experience was overshadowed by the fact that we had not had sex in like 48 hours or 72 More than hours. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, so while, while the idea that you had done that was great and it was in the back of my mind, not so much the most important thing. I was not focusing on that right. at that moment because we just, I just wanted to be physical with you, you know? Yeah. So it was great, but we'll have to kind of, maybe we'll replay that tonight because I still want to, you got to re, I got to hear this story again. Yeah, you haven't heard. This is the first time you've heard some of these details. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what's that like for you? Are you turned on right now? Yeah, because I didn't know any. I mean, most of that I was not aware of. I was aware, of course, about the idea that you left the plug in the sink and that you guys were playing <laughs> in the kitchen because that was, you know, it was funny that he had to come all the way back here and bring your anal plug back. I did not have all the play-by-play. Right. I knew that there was some that you provided some oral. We had that conversation, but I didn't have all of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 different. We just it just didn't matter at that particular time, I don't think. No. I mean, it did, but it not as much. It we were so needy for each other. I really do think that's what it was. Yeah. And it was like the perfect storm because like I said it'd been 3 weeks basically yeah. since I had fucked another man, which also was Clint, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Someone besides you. Well, it was a, we had the threesome for your birthday. Right. 
So it had been all that time since I had played with someone else. And then for it to be three days since you and I had been together on top of that, it was like just all of this sexual energy building into this like bubble. (laughs) Yeah. For two people that literally have sex every day, three fucking days may as well be a month. That's a fucking long time. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. I mean, from, you know, percentage wise, it may as well be And I get bratty when you don't fuck me for a few days. I get, my attitude is horrible. Yeah. You get real shitty. I'm sorry. I really need to work. Work on that, yeah. and/or just make sure you fuck me every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I'm, I don't normally get sick, so no. you know there was very strange. not usually an issue. But no. I really realized, like that morning, you and I had a couple conversations, and I kind of had an attitude or got snippy with you. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I wonder if it's because I just haven't been fucked in three days. Yeah, because you get really shitty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll you, work on that. Yeah, you gotta gotta figure that out. Yeah. Or just have more sex. My sex drive is just high. And when I don't have that like endorphin rush, it really fucks with my head. No, for sure. I mean, you're you're a completely different person before and after. Really? Yeah. Even if it's just been a day, am I really different? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so? Well, I mean, it's just, well, it's because you're that submissive portion of your personality. Like once we've had sex, you're completely demure, you know, <laughs> but building up to that, you're just like... It's like you're bratty. Like you're, it's almost like you're trying to Talking get me. Talking back on purpose. And yeah. Like you're trying to provoke me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not like that? I mean, I know what you're doing and I don't even think you realize you're doing it. I don't. It's just my personality. And it's, I also think it's become kind of my sexual identity with you because I don't do that with other people. I don't provoke Clint. I don't provoke, you know, provoke Aiden. No, it's a totally different thing. I think it's kind of sexy actually. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, that's how I know. Like, Like, okay, she's, she needs to get bent over. (laughs) It's it's time to punish Brenna. Yep. That's pretty much what it could. Well, that's what you're looking for. I mean, I think subconsciously you're looking to be. Take it, just taken. Maybe it's not subconsciously. Maybe I'm doing it totally on purpose, and I have you totally fooled. <laughs> Maybe you do. Yeah, you're you're a criminal mastermind that way. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, but that's what it is. I mean, you definitely want to be to be taken advantage of. Yeah, you know? I want you to control me. That's yeah. really what it is. I yearn for that. I mean, yeah. I think about it. Even if you know, during the times when this, it's really interesting because we've talked about this concept of you making love to me and how I crave that from time to time. Yeah. But if you make love to me. By the next night, I am craving for you to dig your fingers in somewhere or bite me or pull my hair. It's literally all I can think about. Yeah, as much as we enjoy the the sensual aspect of it as well, you still, you need that domination. It doesn't fulfill me. The sensual part of it is interesting and it's a good kind of change of pace from time to time. Yeah. But it does not fulfill my needs. No, you're not satiated by that. You need that domination. Yeah. Is what you need. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good dynamic for us. It works. I agree. It's good that we are compatible in that way because a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people that need that hard, rough play and don't receive it. And then, you know, that causes resentment, especially if you don't communicate about it. Well, we've, listen, I was just going to say, we have communicated with a lot of people who have no idea what each of them want in partners. It's amazing how far apart they are. Because they don't talk to each other. Yeah, they're not willing to talk and open up and be honest. It's fucking yeah. hard to be vulnerable with your partner about exactly what you want. But how the fuck else are you going to get what you need? Well, you won't or you'll seek it elsewhere. Right. That's just what happens. It happens but, a lot. But we, we've spoken to a couple of couples who are so far apart from like they have sex Different, they want different types of sex yeah. from it, each other completely. Yeah, they're connecting sexually, but they might as well be on different planets. Yeah, they're just, yeah, it, they're they're having sex for the sake of having sex. Exactly. They're not really like engaged in it and they're not getting, they're not, neither of them were satiated. Right. You know, which is terrible. Yeah, I don't want to be that person ever. No. Fuck that. No, no, that's not going to work. I like what we have. Me too. 
a lot. So it was a very sexy uh, interaction. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that later. Yeah. yeah. So we may have some naughty things planned coming up, right? Yeah. So I have been corresponding with a number of single guys because I am not, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm hedging my bets, but I'm definitely stacking the deck. So there's a number of guys that I've been communicating with, and we have a couple on deck for tomorrow for, oh, for brunch cocktails. I didn't even know this. I know. For brunch cocktails, potentially, and then a little bit of play afterwards because we'll have time in the On afternoon. the same day. Yep, same you day. You are assuming I am very slutty. Well, I'm assuming. I'm Again, I'm not trying to assume, <laughs> but I'm hopeful that of these gentlemen, I believe there are at least two of them that you will find interesting and attractive and want to play with. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got it narrowed down. I'm very hopeful that that's the case. I would Me love too. to do something slutty tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be fun. We haven't done a slutty Sunday in a while that no. didn't involve Clint or Hannah at right? this point. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm anxious for that. Someone new, a new yeah. flavor in the mix. Well, let me tell you, these. You know, again, getting back into the saddle of interacting with single guys. And I have interacted with guys that are 25 years old and 50 years old. Everywhere from each end of the spectrum and everywhere in between. And there are some similarities in all of them. And then there are some very, very large differences when you get to those. contrast, yeah. Very contrasting when you get to those age differences. Absolutely, without question, the younger guys are much quicker to send one-line openers. Hello. Hi. I don't even know how many times I've gotten that so far. Yeah. The older gentleman will give me a, a paragraph. Right. And be thankful for the opportunity and hope to hear from you and you know thank you for i hope i'm considered you know those kind of things yeah and that translates into the bedroom i'm just saying older guys understand on a different level than younger guys how to really please a woman i've said that so many times and i hate to make that generalization but just from our experience my experiences that's the case well because intelligently enough they want to be invited back. Yes. You know, you go to someone's house for dinner, you don't bring a bottle of wine, probably not going to get asked back. Right. You know, you open up with hi, and I have literally gotten, I've gotten hi, hello, howdy, what's up? Howdy? Howdy. What the fuck? Yes, what's up? Are we up? in 1960s Texas? It's crazy. So, and then of course I get I get some really, you know, polite kind of responses. So, yeah. uh, it very, and obviously those are the ones I gravitate toward. And without exception. Without exception, if there is a one-word opener, hi, hello, howdy, what's up, if that's what they do, there's a dick pic attached. <laughs> of course there it's is. Literally nine, nine times out of ten, there is a dick pic. Shocker. Yeah, really fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, I'm hopeful that something is going to uh, develop tomorrow. Are you saying you want to get me laid? I'm trying to get you laid. That's You're the kind of person wingman. I am. <laughs> Well, you open up my condoms, it's the least I can do. Right? Yes. We make a really good team. Yeah, you. it's like tandem. You hand me the condom, I go to work, you know, I try to get you laid. I mean, it just works out. I go to work. You know, so it's nice. It's silly. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys, if you are not already following us on social media, please do so. We are on Twitter and Instagram at FP Swingers. Again, if you want to join our Patreon community, a super fun place to be and a great way to support us and the show you can do so at patreon.com slash front porch swingers also if you have not left us a review yet or subscribe to us please consider it we would love you 
for it. You can do so on iTunes, uh, Podbean. You can can subscribe to the show. Yeah. You can leave us a review also on Stitcher. Yes. Um, so please consider doing that. It really helps us be more visible to people looking for Swinger and Hot Wife podcasts and uh, just helps us immensely. So. Yeah. And we have so much stuff coming up. We have just, we have... We've developed some new partnerships that are going to be coming to light here very soon that are super fucking exciting. We are making big plans, as I said, for the end of tw- uh, 20, going into 2021. Everything from traveling to many, many places to our own events. Yes. It's going to be a lot going on. We have so much cool shit coming your way. Yes. And all with the hopes and goal of obviously furthering the lifestyle, but also bringing you guys a lot of fun, which I think is probably, I would assume, if why you know most of you are listening to us right yeah. now. Yeah, and we've got some very cool interviews lined up coming up uh, in the next few weeks, Fuck actually. yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. we got a lot of very cool stuff happening. We are excited to interact, much like our friend Aaron, with people who are earnestly interested in moving the lifestyle forward and creating a positive influence for people. That's really what our goal is for interacting with uh, folks on the show this year is talking to people who are trying to move the needle. Yeah. That's it. So it's going to be a good time. We got a lot going on. Hell yes. We hope you'll come along on that sexy, kinky, naughty journey with us. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin. And it can be really intimidating. And we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle. And if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well. So make sure you check out Cassidy.com today. Today.